Tattoos and piercings. Is it right in the life of a believer? We're going to talk about that today on Rightly Dividing. Learning to navigate truth in a world of opinions. Teacher Jacob Leger and your host, Pastor Daniel Wright. Heart of Worship Church Media presents Rightly Dividing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, to Rightly Dividing. We're in episode four, and our slogan is learning to navigate truth in a world of opinions. And that's crucial because we're not aligning ourselves with our own opinions. We want to seek truth, and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. My name is Daniel Wright, pastor of Heart of Worship Church, and our co-host... Jacob Leger. How's it going, guys? Our teacher. So today we're going to be talking about tattoos and piercings, and the question is, of course, is it right or wrong? Can a Christian get a tattoo? Yeah. Uh, can a Christian guy pierce his ears or right. any of that? Uh, I would like to go, uh, before we go any further, you need to watch episode one or listen to episode one. If you have not listened to our first episode of introduction, it tells you that we are not the arbiters of truth. <laughs> that uh, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that our alignment to truth is simply the Word of God. Uh, we are not to be argumentative or debative. Uh, we can agree to disagree. We're applicable. That's right. We just want to have a conversation about it and see the, the cases for and against those topics. Yes. So I guess on that note, you don't need to watch episode one. We just told you. <laughs> <laughs> you. There's your point, right? Yeah, there it is. So, uh, and on a point of reflection, we'd like to go ahead and say this. For any controversial topic, I think we needed to say our love for God as Christians should supersede anything else. That's right. So whether we align ourselves with an agreeable leaning towards said controversy or against it, we should always have the mindset, you know what, if God himself gave me a dream, showed me a scripture, gave me a word of prophecy, a vision, whatever it might be, if God spoke to me and said, eh, homie, this is not how we do things, That's right. then we should be agreeable to God as opposed to what we think. Um, if it's even a question, I would even tell people, if you even have to question the morality of a topic, even if you have not identified its authenticity or its uh, disingenuousness, then we shouldn't align ourselves to it. Yes. If there's even a question, it's best to avoid it. Titus 3.8 tells us that this is a faithful saying, and these things I will thou that would affirm constantly that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. That's good. We should always be as Christians to be Christ-like. That's right. Uh, I've heard it said in seminary, and this is good, we are not saved because we're good. Amen. We didn't earn our salvation. That's right. You can't. But we are good because we're saved. That's right. In other words, we come to God broken and undone, but when he saves mm -hmm. us, he empowers us to live a life of good works according yes. to the word of God. So it says, even even in these things are good and profitable unto all men. My wife said that if, if you're one of our followers at Heart of Worship Church in the podcast platform, my wife, Miranda Wright, you're probably very familiar with her. She said something actually today, Jacob, that before we, when we were planning to record this, and this stuck with me, your works and your fruit should be more important than your wants. If yes. your wants supersede your fruits, then it's an idol and it needs to go. That's right. So our desires need to be below God's desires. Our desire to please God should be greater than what we think is right. Yes. Essentially saying. Yeah, that's good stuff there. So for every topic of controversy that we're going to come across, which we're going to hit on quite a few coming down the pipe. <laughs> yeah. But we really need to ask ourselves question, uh, a couple of questions. Specifically, am I seeking out to prove the opposing argument wrong? 
Mm. Is it is it a pride thing? Is that what you're trying to? Is you're trying to be right. like, I, I know I'm right, you're wrong, kind of. And thing. this is why. Yeah, which we shouldn't no. approach anything in that in that uh that light. Exactly. The other one, the other question that we should uh, ask yourself is: Am I seeking out to simply find the truth? We should no. always be seeking the truth, and that should be our our goal. That's right. And another thing with these these topics is we need to look at corporate law and personal law or personal conviction. Yeah. So a good corporate law that everybody knows is the Ten Commandments, Exodus 20, right? Which means it applies to everyone. That's right. That's right. That one's pretty to the point. Right. When it comes to personal, it's, it gets more personal. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's a good way to say it. It sure yeah. does. We've got a couple of scriptures here to, uh, to reference, uh, reference personal convictions. Uh, Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 10, 23, that all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Meaning just because something might be okay to do it, it might not be edifying. That's right. That's right. First Thessalonians 5.22 states, Substain from all appearances of evil. Right. Right. It doesn't ha- it, yes, we know we can genuinely see evil acts, but don't even do things that look evil. Right. Uh, th- this doesn't say abstain from evil, which would be correct to say regardless. Right. But specifically it says abstain appearance from appearance from that's it. You know, from all appearances of evil. That's right. The last one we have here is James four seventeen. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it is sin. Mm. So that's uh that's a very a, a personal conviction thing because God could tell you to do something, right? But somebody else there, God didn't tell them not to do it or to do it. Yeah, and it's a great example when God spoke to my heart, and I had a radical encounter with Him one night. It was just powerful. There was some repentance. There was God was cleaning me up. I felt that God told me to shave my beard, right? And for me, it wasn't "Thou shalt shave beards," and I, nor did I go and I tell everyone in the seminary school that all my fellow students. Hey, it's time to shave our beards. No, right. God spoke to me and I shaved my beard That's and right. it was an act of worship. That's no right. different than when Job ran his clothes. Yes. Diving right into the topic. We'd like to also say this before we forget. If you came to Christ and you already had tattoos, whether the topic of getting tattoos or piercings is right or wrong, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That's right. We recognize that getting tattoos is not easily removed. That's right. Right. And costly um, sometimes. Yeah. Very costly at times. Uh, so we'd like to lay that foundation too. That's right. Scriptural cases. Now, uh, the four case would be 1916 of Revelation that says, and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The case against it is Leviticus 1928. It's uh, used, uh, would be, ye shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. Um, so you're looking at two main verses. Now we're, there's other verses that we can include, but we really want to highlight and bullseye onto the two that are mo- the, the main cases That's right. that people use for and against in, in that regard. Um, and again, we don't want to tell you what is truth. We want to show you what does the Bible say about the topic. That's right. So, so juggle between Revelation 19.16 and Leviticus 19.28. Right. Um, and, and, and see. Um, and I'd like to point out too, uh, I had a conversation with a couple in our church that we're talking about tattoos, uh, big difference between a six, six, six and a pentagram. (laughs) 
versus John 3.16 on your shoulder. Right. Okay. Huge difference. If, uh, let's say I had a pentagram in 66 and demon horns and fire and a hellfire and all that. And I came to Christ and I was born again, saved. He fills me with this Holy Spirit. I might look in the mirror and say, you know what, Lord, I can save up some money, $20 a paycheck. Right. And remove that just right. for the sake of the content. Forget tattoos as a, to the, the concept of getting a tattoo. Right. You have been branded by Satan. I think it would be appropriate. <laughs> right. We can all agree that that wouldn't hurt yeah. as a Christian to save up your money and try to remove that. The appearance of evil. Yeah, that, that's pretty apparent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's pretty boo. Right. <laughs> so that's something to consider. Definitely. Uh, and, and of course, in a conviction right there as well. Right. Um, there's going to be more topics of controversy that we're going to talk, but I want us to look at the idea as, as we are Christians to be Christ-like. So the more we lean towards these topics of controversy, there's a reason it's controversial. Right. Because there's an average agreement that as a Christian, it's not a good idea. I, I'm saying this to say that, that the more we accept those con- controversial topics, the more we look like the world. That's and I right. think it would be very good for us to be set apart. That's right. And uh, we're going to look briefly at historical and cultural relevance that in, in those times back in, and they still do it today in some aspects of it is a, it was a branding of ownership. We, right. People do it nowadays with cows or cattle, you know, and ranches and stuff like that. But the Egyptians branded their slaves with tattoos of some kind, even mm. the Nazis in World War II, right. specifically in Auschwitz concentration camp, they branded the Jews throughout history. Even today, people tattoo themselves for the dead as Leviticus 28, uh, sorry, Leviticus nineteen twenty eight states that don't do that. Don't mark right. yourself for the dead. People do it, you know, in memory of, or whatever, you know, right. It's a pretty common tattoo. Very. And uh, just a good general principle is that the Israelites of the old Testament, as well as Christians in the new, that they're children of God. They were to be set apart from the surrounding nations and world. We're not right. to be like them. We need to be different. Right. You know, the, the Israelites were to be an example of God to the world. So if right. they looked like the world, then what were they trying to show the world, right? Right. How could you offer something to say anything and you have nothing to offer? That's it. That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, and really quick, uh, the scriptural cases uh, for piercings uh, on the four case. Genesis chapter 24. Genesis 24 talks about Abraham sending his servant to get Isaac a, a wife. And when the servant shows up and meets Rebecca, he gives her a nose ring and earrings and jewelry mm. and stuff. So that's that's a case kind of for it. Kind of makes you think about that. Right, right. <laughs> right. Uh, Ezekiel 16. And Ezekiel 16 is a prophecy that God gives Ezekiel talking about God's love for Jerusalem as a wife. And it's right. talking about giving... Uh, crowns and earrings and things of that nature so that it's not a bad light at all there. Right. Uh, Cause it was listed to multiple gifts and they included that. Exactly. But then you also have first Timothy two nine and first Peter three, three that uh, both Paul and Peter addressed an issue of pride within the church. Right. And if you look at even uh, the church of Corinth, it was specifically mentioned regarding that uh, because in the culture, people that were really dialed up, were, were might be prostitutes. That's right. And even today, if you saw a woman with a five inch heel that was up to the, over the knee that had a clear plastic, right, and it right. was just absolute crazy walking on the sidewalk, you might think that's a prostitute. Right, right. And we know the Bible also says in First Corinthians sixteen nineteen 
Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. You are not your own. Glorify God in your body. That's now, right. that's a paraphrase, but we have to really take that verse into consideration. A- am I defiling the, the temple? My temple is the Holy Spirit. Um, some would say, well, it's decorative. Right. Others against it would say, no, that's vandalism. Right. You know? <laughs> so some great verses of consideration to, to remember when you come across these, these controversial topics is Romans 12, 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is good and acceptable, perfect will of God. That's good. And notice how it says not to be conformed that you might prove. In That's other right. words, you cannot prove the will of God if you look just like the world. That's it. Matthew eighteen six states that, but whosoever shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he was drowned in the depths of the sea. That's Jesus talking about don't cause a Christian to stumble. It's very, very real. It's very serious. Very serious. Yes. Very serious. We must always be mindful of our decisions to protect the perception and the reputation of Christianity, which is to represent God. Yeah. We're not going to be Christ-like if we're doing things in open rebellion against right. that. Right. It's definitely things that we have to consider as Christians. Would, what would Jesus do? The old bracelet from the That's 90s. It. That's it. And I stated earlier, if we're born again and saved, we want to please God more than we want to please ourselves. So we have to be open-minded to what the truth is when we seek out these topics. If you're on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe to all the YouTube fun stuff. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can either leave it in the comments section below or you can email us at info at heartofworshipchurch.com. On our next episode, we're going to be talking about slavery. Dum, 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 dum. (laughs) Does the Bible endorse it? So look forward to that next episode in two weeks. We want to navigate truth in a world of opinions. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us this episode. For more information on our ministry or to contact us, please visit heartofworshipchurch.com. From the archives of Heart of Worship Church, Senior Pastor Glenn Mayu. Understand something. This is serious. So all you folks out in TV land, YouTube land, or wherever you are, it goes all across the world. You that say that I am a Christian, but you're still living a hypocritical life, that is dangerous. And we're going to go to the next scripture on that. That is dangerous because He shed His blood for us to be saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit.